When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They're not afraid to play anyone, which really makes this App State team very dangerous. Marshall up the gut, touchdown, Appalachian State. App State takes the lead, and Appalachian State has done it again. For the first time since 2007, App State has knocked off a top 10 football team. We came into College Station and beat the number six team in the country. We'll have one hell of a time on that plane ride back to Boone tonight. College game days from the Boone Club next Saturday. You have never seen a reception like that. Respected App State, you know what I mean? But it takes games like what happened a week ago against Texas A&M for the nation to understand this is a strong program. But they've been a strong program, so I'm really happy that we're here to give them the love that they've earned and that they actually deserve. Absolutely well deserved. Let's get over to our road test presented by Goodyear guys. Texas A&M, a team that App State knows pretty well after last weekend. That offense needs to get it moving. The Aggies have scored a touchdown on just 24% of their offensive drives this season. That ranks 86th in FBS. And what's more, they're committing a lot of turnovers on 19% of their drives. That ranks 117th in FBS. Meanwhile, the Canes guys, they're taking advantage of their opportunities, picking off four passes, which is tied for third amongst Power 5 schools. We had some news out of Texas A&M this week. The Aggies going ahead and making a quarterback change, benching Hayes King for Max Johnson. Pollock, you thought this might be developing as the season went on. Why now to make a change? 
Well, uh, offensively, you saw it last week. They're just struggling. They got to figure it out. They have a dominant player in A-Chain who runs the rock, but they need quarterback play. And I think Max Johnson's a guy that we saw do it at LSU. We saw him compete at a high level. You saw his toughness. You saw him go through progression. So I think that you knew the way Haynes King was struggling a little bit. This offense was struggling a little bit. You needed a jump start, and that's why you go to Max. Yeah, you go to Max because Max is a better passer, too. You know, you got defenses. They're lining up to stop A-Chain because he's such a great running back. But when you put Max Johnson in the game, they have to respect the pass. And ironically enough, Max Johnson's last start was against Texas A&M. And he actually won the game, threw yep. for a little bit over 300 yards and three touchdowns. So I tell you what, it, it was a change that had to be made. What I want to know, Dave, is like, what happened during the competition, though, that Max Johnson lost the job but didn't win it? You know what I mean? So. I, to me, that's an easy answer because Haynes King was there yeah. and he was Jimbo Fisher's guy and you transfer in and yeah. you're not the guy. Like this guy, huh? I, you're, you're comfortable with him. I think Haynes kid's a great kid. He's got a lot of ability. Yeah. He can scramble. He can run. Right. But that there, there's no there's a big difference between the two. And uh, Max Johnson should have won the job in camp. Yeah. And I'll tell I you agree. what, when you got somebody breathing down your neck, you know what doesn't help your case? What's that? UBR of 33, which is what he posted in the last game. Desmond, I'll go back to you on this yeah, one. How do you expect Miami's defense to attack AM given their new quarterback? Well, I tell you what, I expect them to look at what happened a week ago and look at App, App State, what they did. They're going to punch them in the mouth. They're going to defeat them at the line of scrimmage. They're going to play bully ball. Miami right now under Mario Cristobal and that coaching staff, they're, they're just going about, we want to be a physical ball club. That's their mantra. That's their motto. They're like, listen, we don't do that little, you know, turnover chain stuff no more. We're all about <laughs> substance now over symbolism. So they want to come and punch the Aggies in the mouth just like App State did. I want to see if they can do it. Like it, yeah. it's, it's, it I love Cristobal's toughness and you got to implement it, but you know, talking it and doing it is another thing. And, and let's be honest, yeah. they ain't played nobody. They no, ain't no, played no. nobody yet. So I'm excited to see Van Dyke. I'm excited to see this new new OC, new DC, new head coach. Like, what does it look like for the Kings yeah. when they play a real team? And the stakes are much higher now, too, since the Aggies lost to App State. Well, <laughs> and, and the Aggies guys have a brutal stretch in front of them. I've got here Arkansas, Mississippi State, Alabama, of the next few games they've got. Yeah. They are being given guys a 50% chance to make a bowl. My, wow. how things have changed for Texas a and It's crazy. But how about this crowd yeah. understanding the assignment today? Oh, yeah. We Jim Harbaugh finally has his starter in J.J. McCarthy. Maybe. Is that the right move for the Wolverines? Plus, how about Sark getting a little snarky with reporters about his quarterback situation after Quinn Ewers had that injury last week? Where do the horns go from here? I'll tell you where we go. Right back out to Boone when we return on College Football Live. leaked tape that led to one of the biggest scandals in sports and changed the NBA forever. 
a podcast that unearthed it all. This is just like what 2014 was mm-hmm. like. Like, there's yeah. a lot of wild stuff happening. And now, a Hulu docudrama. TMZ was calling again and again and saying, we have a tape, do you want to comment? 30 for 30 Podcasts presents The Sterling Affairs. Let's talk clips. We reshot the scene, and I could barely watch it because it was so uncomfortable. It was tough. A companion podcast to the FX drama inspired by the award-winning reporting of Ramona Shelburne, one of ESPN's top NBA reporters, an L.A. native, and someone who has been following the story from the moment it broke. Join Ramona as she sits down with the cast and crew of the show in spoiler-filled conversations and behind-the-scenes reaction to each episode. Man, this is crazy, but these people live these lives every day. Donald Sterling, this was his lifestyle for a long time. Listen to The Sterling Affairs. Let's talk clipped wherever you get your podcasts. Remember when the Sunbelt Conference was just a happy little Saturday Twitter ditty? Hashtag fun belt. A bunch of quirky former FCS squads that we watched at noon. A conglomeration of funky offenses. Going back to Jakes. He walks in. Teal fields and dot-com bowl games played during holiday brunch. While we were chuckling, the Sun Belt was working, growing, leaning into regional rivalries by recruiting members with long histories and bad blood. They're led by the first black FBS commissioner. And oh yeah, they're winning. Georgia Southern's coming home with a power five win. A lot. Marshall holding off a giant upset here in South Bend. And against teams who long look down. Behold the Sun Belt. College football's hottest. We are the premier conference on the group of five level and coolest conference. Hashtag fun belt, indeed. It was an easy decision to bring our show out to Boone, North Carolina and celebrate with these App State Mountaineers. We have a fun show in store for you guys on College Game Day tomorrow. The anatomy of an upset. What does it take to actually go into a hostile place and walk away with the victory? These guys know a thing or two about that. Plus, country star Luke Combs is going to join us as our celebrity guest picker. And so many questions about quarterbacks around the country, including Michigan and Texas. We'll get into all of that Saturday morning on College Game Day. Meanwhile, guys, at Penn State, the Nittany Lions have a quarterback quandary of their own as they go to Plains to take on Auburn's feisty defense here with Desmond Howard and David Pollock. Just show the crowd. It's way better anyways. Than you two? Yeah. And you're not going to get any argument from me on that one. Uh, you got Sean Clifford there and you got Drew Allard. Does Clifford give Penn State the best chance to beat Auburn tomorrow, Pollock? Yes, this isn't debatable. Sean Clifford's a stud. I mean, I, listen, is he going to have bad moments? Yeah, but look at his daggum offensive line. That's why you have bad moments. So, Sean Clifford, the moment won't be too big for him. He'll be ready to handle the Auburn crowd, which will be crazy. Yeah, because they remember what happened a year ago up yeah. in Happy Valley, so they want a little revenge. And, you know, Sean Clifford's like an eighth-year senior. I mean, he's, like he's been there since forever, so he's played in big games. He's seen just about every defense imaginable. He doesn't always come up big. You know, he struggles sometimes. But late in the game, he seems to be able to come through, especially the first game against Purdue. Purdue yeah. Wasn't looking great, but then the last drive when they needed Sean Clifford the most, he excelled. But I tell you what, that Drew Aller kid, man, 
There are a lot of people who want to see him. Six foot five, 230, can make all the throws. Tremendous upside. Just doesn't have the experience, but I don't know. You put him in a game, the defense, they got to defend the whole field, the length and the width. Yeah. Last year, I think Clifford, I'm, I'm not just... Fact check me, Marissa. You can do that over there. We're not going to show you on the camera. I know she hates that. But <laughs> I, I, I think Clifford was like 28 of 32. Like yeah. I, th I think he had like four incompletions in yeah. this insane versus Auburn a year ago. This is yeah. not a this is not a debate. Like this yeah. is Sean Clifford's show. And, unless he is absolutely atrocious, <laughs> and then you turn then you turn away. What are you talking no, about last year, Pollock? No debate about Sean. What Clifford have you done for me lately? He's also had four OCs in his 16 years. You know, six years said, obviously. Will you, will you stay that long? <laughs> <laughs> the turnover happens. He's had four in six years. So yeah, here's no, what they right. like about Aller guys. They say the game has already slowed down for him, which yeah. can be part of that transition. Yeah, go to Jordan process. Harris. See how slow that is. <laughs> right, exactly. So who has the edge in this one then? You go in Auburn or Penn State, who has the edge? I, I mean, I, I think you have to take into account the crowd. That has to be a big part of it. Both teams, I, I don't know a lot about yet. I don't I don't know if either one are great, but yeah. I mean, I, I do think the home crowd will make a big difference. But if we spin it to the other side for Auburn and quarterback, I don't even see one good option. So Boom. I don't see one with yeah. experience. I don't see one that I trust yet. So I would lean Penn State just because at least they have a court. And the one thing we can say about Penn State, I mentioned it earlier, they were on the road. They played Purdue, tough environment, hard-fought game, and they found a way to win. So we know that they're battle-tested in the 2022 season. Not sure about Auburn when it comes to that. So I think that Penn State may have an edge in that department. All right, let's take a look at What's Your Beef presented by Old Trapper. We think the quarterback competition may be reaching a conclusion at Michigan. We Jim do. Harbaugh naming J.J. McCarthy the starter this week, but he did Go not blue. commit to him going forward. Now, maybe that's a little <laughs> there. Desmond, yeah. is it Such time Such a great word, by the way. Don't just, it's not I mean, a real word, but yes, it's fun it is. to say. Strategy and that's perfect. I like it. <laughs> Des, is it time yeah. for them to commit going forward to one guy? Well, I mean, it just depends on who you are and what you expect. I mean, don't forget, a year ago, they used a two-quarterback system. It looks like everyone forgets that. And if it's not broke, then why are you trying to fix it? So last year was K, and J.J. came in spot duty, but he came in when games were still hanging in the balance. He didn't come up and do mop-up duty. Like, games were still tight. So they have a lot of confidence in both guys. J.J. has tremendous upside, yep. extremely athletic, can make all the throws, a five-star recruit coming out of high school. So eventually you say, okay, J.J. is going to be that guy. And you see the talent when he's on the field. The, the offense runs very smoothly. And the defense, they're like, shoot, you know, this guy can run. When Cade is in the game, that's really not an option. So, you know, to me, it's, it's just a lot of talk about nothing at this point. J.J. is going to be the starter. We'll see if Kate gets some snaps, but JJ's going to be the guy who's going to take the first snap from center. Well, and, and listen, last year it was Kate's team. JJ was the spell guy. This might switch this year. And I, I think we're going to see what JJ is. I know what Kate is. Kate's steady Eddie. He's not going to make mistakes. He's going to make plays. Every atmosphere he's going to be really good in. He's not going to be too big for him. Yeah. We're going to find out what JJ's about. But this is a tough decision for, for Jim Harbaugh to take someone who took you to the college football playoff that won the Big Ten, and now you're going to go, we're going to go with the other guy. So it, it'll be interesting to see how the locker room, it'll be interesting to see how the players do, and, and, in, and in the end, really, how JJ does. If JJ does there great, yeah. good call. <laughs> JJ struggles. Exactly. 
well, you might have some problems. I was out of Michigan this week, and the key, of course, as you guys mentioned, is making sure that everybody is pulling the rope in the same direction, making sure that quarterback room doesn't have any, any animosity, that right. everybody is working towards the same goal. Absolutely. Which is obviously winning games. So easy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so have easy. heard them booing a little bit, though, as we've been talking about Michigan. They it's booed not, Michigan. It's not yeah, to you, Des. It's to uh, Michigan. And, no, it's and, not to me. You know what? I found out. Check this out. Check this out. How many? How, wait, wait. Shh. Green Bay Packers fans we got in the audience. <laughs> well, here's something you can cheer for, guys. Take a look at what we're showing you now. Fond, fond oh. memories from 15 years ago. This, this is so unnecessary right oh. now. This ain't <laughs> fond memories zero for Dads, okay? Zero. Look at that scoop. Hey, you don't think I played in this game the way you yeah. 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 like I was on the roster. Well, that's like, How old do you want to be today, Dads? How old do you want to be? Because we can make it seem like you were Bringing up old stuff. Yeah, y'all keep bringing up old stuff. <laughs> and they, just they, just, they just beat an SEC team in SEC country. country. Like, that's as big as it gets in college football. And they popped them. We love Michigan. They said, we love Michigan. Yeah, we see? love Michigan. Hey, go blue. Go blue. Hey, that's the same way I feel we go to Columbus. Like, if you don't love Michigan. the team, you love them, right? <laughs> <laughs> of the Tide in Austin last week until that shoulder injury knocked him out of the game. So who wow. does Texas turn to now? Well, Coach Sarkeesian addressed the media this week. What I can clarify is all three of the guys got better this week. I'm, I, I don't think it's my job to get on here and tell you guys what our game plan is going to be. Uh, again, you guys can keep poking the bear on what I do at quarterback. At the end of the day, I'm not going to give you game planning decisions or how we practice. There's a reason you guys don't come to practice, right? If I wanted you to know who took snaps, I'd let you come to practice. Alec, what do you Dang. think of Sark's feisty comments? I think Sark's a little salty. Hey, bro, it was a good week last week, man. Like, you, you kept it close with Bama. You outplayed him. That's a, good things. But, you know, listen. Texas is a pressure cooker. It's a tough job. Like, he's got now a situation where he earned a lot of respect, but now how do you respond? Because what we've seen in the past is Texas has been like this, right. like this. Right. So Sark's job is to steady the ship, and apparently his job ain't got nothing to do with telling you who his quarterback is, Dad, or who is healthy, because he don't care. I don't know what questions they were asking that man, but he did not like the question. No. I think that there may be trouble in Austin this week. I mean, you talk about the UTSA, the Roadrunners, these guys, they have some talent. You're looking at a group of, uh, a group that they have guys on their team who were in Texas, from the state of Texas, weren't Don't recruited like Texas. by Texas, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, this is kind of like their national championship, so Longhorns better be uh, be aware of this, uh, the Roadrunners, because they're, they're coming to make a statement. So quarterback Hudson Card, he's dealing with an ankle injury, yep. but this would be a huge opportunity for him to show what he can do again. If they're, if he, he was were to hobbling. Be, if he, he were to ever be on the bags. market, guys, there yeah. would be suitors for his services. Don't be surprised, though, if you see a little bit of Charles Wright out there as well, talking to our Pete Thamel, just headed keep, just into the show. Just keep the, the depth show. card coming, because they're all hurt. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but you got to get the guy ready, because, you know, your, your starter is, going, is banged up. I mean, we saw that in the Alabama game. Probably so. for a while, if yeah. we believe that. Hey, did you guys tell us that you want to? Texas, too? Yeah. Who don't y'all want? They'll take all covers here in like anybody As we continue from Appalachian State. Yeah. Stick around. We'll be right back after this.
Huge Saturday of college football on the docket. Georgia taking on South Carolina at noon Eastern. LSU hosting Mississippi State at 6 Eastern. And then we cap the night off with number 13, Miami, and number 24, Texas A&M. That's right. In College Station, all three games available on the ESPN app. David Pollock and Des Howard holding it down here on College Football Live. The BYU Cougars looking to keep the momentum going off of that double overtime thrilling victory over Baylor. Another test in Eugene. De uh, Desmond, yep. time to start taking BYU seriously? 100%. Yes, yeah, I'll tell you what, this is a program that we all respect. Right? We know what they bring to the gridiron, and they began the season putting 50 points on USF, but they had to travel across the country to Tampa to do that. But then last week when they played Baylor, I mean, that was just a dog fight. They rolled up their sleeves, they went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Baylor. Really impressed with Jaron Hall, the quarterback, the way he runs that offense. I think this team has the grit to go probably maybe potentially to the college football playoff. And I think this week is the big week. You got Oregon. Listen, Notre Dame doesn't look as daunting, obviously, as it did. And then you got Arkansas, I think, is another team that they're going to play. So because the schedule the schedule's is not bad. Um, and, and I think, BYU, remember, BYU's not a group of five. They're independent. But it'll be interesting to watch this team. But I, I think this week is the week if they lose. I think it's going to be this week. I think Oregon at Oregon. Oregon's great at home. Yeah. It'll be a very big, interesting test. Well, you see there, guys, only one ranked opponent on the schedule, and FPI actually favors BYU in that game against Arkansas. Notre Dame is at a neutral site, FYI. All right, staying in the Pac-12, how about unranked Washington hosting the Spartans in Seattle? Huskies coming in as three-and-a-half-point favorites here. But both of these teams pretty untested at this time. Pretty untested? Pretty untested. <laughs> pretty untested. They're only cupcake tested. Pretty, right, right. pretty, pretty I untested? Mean, Is that it, better? It's awful so far. We, we know nothing about either one of these teams. True. I mean, yeah. they haven't played anybody yet, so they'll, they'll tell us this week. But I'm interested to see Washington. I'm interested to see Michigan State go to Washington, which is going to be tough. Exactly. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. has been spinning the ball around. The offense has been good. So Michigan State, where, where are you on Michigan State? What do you think about I'll that? I'll tell you what, I'm excited about this game because this time a year ago, Michigan State traveled to Miami and took on the Hurricanes. And I think in that game was back and forth, and then Kenneth Walker the third kind of went off in the, in the second half. It was like, okay, Sparty may be for real. This may be another opportunity for Sparty to go on the road this time traveling much further to Washington and taking on a team that we really don't know much about because neither team has been battle-tested. They, they haven't dealt with any type of resistance thus far. So None. I like this game. I'm going to make sure I keep an eye on this one. Uh, Michigan State scoring a lot of points in their recent games, 30-plus and four straight. But as you said, who's the competition? Don't care. He's not says. much resistance. Defense leading the nation in sacks as well. So some yeah. things to hang their hats on right now. But again, competition considered. All right, guys, are you ready for this? We got a little surprise for the uh, crowd. The people who have come out to celebrate on College Football Live here with us. 20 years ago, maybe you've heard of it. It was called the Miracle on the Mountain, one of the craziest finish you'll ever see in college football. App State hosting Furman, fourth quarter. Pick. Only seven seconds left, and that's right. Intercepted so, by Josh Jeffries. Billy, make the, make the tackle, Billy, come on. Billy's not making that tackle, guys. Uh, how about the smartness of the defensive lineman to say, bro, I ain't going to make it. I over. love that, 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 that is just unbelievable How about smartness. intelligence? Does that work for you, David? We're, we're defensive linemen, okay? That was a smart lateral play. Smartness. That young man. Exactly. Yeah, we showed, we showed you guys just a few minutes ago. There are, there are blankets out there. There are sleeping bags well, out there, apparently. Tonight, huh? People are going to be sleeping over out yeah. here so that they can get the very best spot for college football game 
Brenda Friend.